What's up, guys? It's NFL Week 5, and it's your fan duel first look lineup build. So we're going to build a lineup, a tournament-style lineup, but primarily what we're going to do right now is go through the entire fan duel salary for NFL Week 5 main slate, all the position groups. We're going to talk through, we're going to evaluate, and we're going to come up with a lineup that we like, but we're also going to come up with a lot of players that we like for tournaments and strategies, QB, wide receiver stacks, all that good stuff coming up right now. So let's get into it before we always look at the players and the plays. We got to look at the game tiles, understand what the games are telling us, what the Vegas odds are telling us about the NFL week five slate. And that helps us understand which games to target. We'll talk through all of these real brief and kind of go over some angles here. Of course, we'll do this more in depth later in the week on this channel with the game plan. And of course, tournament tactics and all the shows you like that we talk about. Um, that we get into depth on the slate, but for the first look, we just kind of want to give a brief overview. So starting off, we've got the Texans at the Falcons here. 41-point total Falcons, slight home favorites in this one. You know, Bijan Robinson on the Falcons side looks good. Texans offenses look great. C.J. Stroud has been spectacular this year. Um, Nico Collins smashed for us last week. So I think we can keep that going. We got Tank Dell over there as well. So maybe some pieces from this game, especially um, at the running back group. I think Damian Pierce is the sneaky one here. we got to see what his salary looks like. On FanDuel. Um, next up, we've got the Saints at the Patriots. And, um, you know, I, I think this is a bad spot for Saints offense. Uh, from what I saw last week, Derek Carr really cannot throw the ball. Like, he was just out there, you know, throwing dump-offs to Alvin Kamara. I don't think he can throw deep. So, I think Belichick will realize that and be able to handle it. Giants were a shit show in Week 4. And will that continue uh, here at... Miami in week five, 49 and a half point total, but most of that's coming from the Miami side. So yeah, I think that does probably continue. They'll probably play a little bit better than, you know, what we saw. So I don't, you know, completely count out anything from the Giants, but this looks like a blowout spot for Miami. And one thing to keep in mind with Miami, last time we saw them blow a team out, their two running backs went crazy and they scored 70 points. That is not in the realm of something that's going to happen this week, but it's not that crazy out of the question. This game really kind of reminds me of that Denver game where Miami absolutely smashed um, Panthers at the lions lions, heavy favorites here at home. And that's what I expect. I think lions running game is in play 44 and a half point total. Not something to get too crazy about. Um, here's another low scoring game. Steelers just, I'm sorry, but Kenny Pickett, he's not that guy right now. And so you can't touch anything on the Steelers at all. I think the Ravens um, without a heavy sort of focus on the run will still throw for touchdowns. And I'm interested in Zay Flowers in this game. Uh, he is priced extremely attractively on FanDuel. Texans at the Colts. Effectively a pick em game right now, 42.5 points. I like this game. I like Richardson every single week. On the flip side, of course, is Derrick Henry. And, you know, with the Colts, the running back situation, I'm not sure. It's too early in the week to know what's going on there. But we might get Jonathan Taylor back, and I'm curious to see where FanDuel has him priced. Uh, Bengals at the Cardinals. This is a really interesting game for me because the Cardinals are playing much better than they're being given credit for. They're wide receivers, Hollywood Brown, super cheap. Um, Josh Dobbs, almost free on this slate. Last week, all the donkeys, no offense, but all the donkeys out there were playing uh, Aiden O'Connell, you know, because he was cheap, right? And if you did, if you listen to other sites that, you know, a lot of the touts were pushing Aiden O'Connell because he, he played well in the preseason. You know, and we laughed at that all week long. We knew that that was um, ridiculous. And and so, um, or or 
as soon as we found out Aiden O'Connell would be starting, we knew how silly that opinion was. But um, think about everybody was so excited to play Aiden O'Connell, who was not even a very good college quarterback. Yet Josh Dobbs, who is doing it against good defenses every single week, is now at home and uh, and min salary here, and we're afraid to play him. He's running. He does everything you want in a fantasy scorer right now. It's crazy. But you know what? Josh Dobbs. We might build our lineup around Dobbs. I don't know about that, but at least I'll show you what it could look like, right? It looks really good if you build around him. Uh, we got Hurts here in the Eagles taking on the Rams. This is one of my favorite games of the slate. There are two games that stand out above all the others. This is one of them. Eagles at the Rams. Love this. Uh, 15 and a half point total Rams at home. Puka, Puka, another week of Puka. Give me all the Puka. Another week of Kyron Williams, potentially. Um, we got Swift and, and all the weapons hurts. This is an exciting game. We have to see how the pieces come together. Jets at the Broncos. Jets defense is interesting here. Uh, Broncos has been playing kind of mediocre. Broncos defense in play as well. Jets on the road. It's still Zach Wilson, even though he looked good last week. So there might be a couple pieces from this game to target, but the 43-point total isn't super attractive. And then, of course, the actual game of the week, the ultimate smash spot, KC at Minnesota. We already target teams at Minnesota. It's it's a great matchup every week. This is Mahomes and crew. Hopefully, um, they the the T Swizz sort of hangover is over, and they'll start playing uh, good offense once again. All right, let's jump over to FanDuel and start talking through the position groups, and we'll put a lineup together here, designed for tournaments uh, and and all of that, but just really designed to have kind of core plays in there. Or, or at least early week core plays. So right at the top, of course, Mahomes priced at 9,200, very expensive. But he's, you know, he's the smash QB of the, of the week, and he's in that special game. So there's nothing wrong with this. I'm very happy to play Mahomes. Jalen Hurts. I think I like Hurts more than Mahomes, but like it's it's very close. You know, these are absolute pay up studs. I think this is who we're using in uh, cash games this week as well. I probably go with Hurts just because he's cheaper. I'm going to slide him in here because I think it's a little more fun to build stacks around that game. Just with the way the salaries are, it's really hard to build around that Minnesota game. Although we will do that as well uh, throughout the course of the week. But I'm going to slide Jalen Hurts in here, but continue to talk him through. Lamar Jackson, not super interesting for me this week. Uh, Richardson at this price is probably priced out of the range of where I'm interested. I love Anthony Richardson. I like him most weeks, but I just don't like him better than Hurts. I think Hurts is a better version in a better game environment than what Richardson is. So as much as I like Richardson, I'm going to stick with Hertz. But Richardson will, I'll have a couple shares in tournaments, but I like him a little better on DraftKings, the way that the salaries differentiate a little bit better between him and Hertz and Mahomes. Kirk Cousins priced down nicely in this smash spot, and he's absolutely in play. I don't mind going down to, to Cousins. Cousins paying down, saving the 2K or the uh, 1, 1.6K from from Mahomes allows you to get up to paying for Justin Jefferson. And, you know, that 1.6K is the difference between, you know, Puka, who's great, and Justin Jefferson, who's the greatest, yeah, especially this particular week. So um, it is worth paying down for Cousins in your Jefferson lineups. The nice thing about this week is there aren't a ton of QBs that we have to really account for. Um, I don't think Daniel Jones is all that live here i mean all right whatever you know bounce back spot no 
you know, ownership. I guess it's okay. Not interested in Goff. Not interested in Wilson. Stroud is fine at 7,200. He has been doing it week after week. So I'll have some exposure to him this week. I'm going, uh, you know, and, and with the fun stacks with Nico Collins or Tank Dell, he's very stackable and cheap stacks. So that is a great way. As the season rolls on, here's the thing. We're in week five now. Salaries are starting to be priced correctly. So in the first weeks of the season, we were able to sort of kind of just pay up at quarterback, get those studs in there, and then um, and then pay down everywhere else, find these incredible values. There are still values out there, but a lot of things are being priced more appropriately, which allows us uh, even to have even more effective ability to punt certain positions like the QB spot where CJ Stroud, I mean, people, he's just under the radar, been putting up 20 plus every single week. So um, he's been a little better on DraftKings where you get the, the three-point bonus, but still really solid production for the price on FanDuel. But I'm, I'm going to tell you guys my, my other play that I really like a lot here, and that's Josh Dobbs. And, you know, I'm coming around to Dobbs. Like, he's running. He's getting you 50 rushing yards. Look at these scores, 23, 25, 17. Got a great matchup this week. He did the 23 against San Francisco. Now, I'll allow that most teams kind of were treating the Cardinals as a, a joke and weren't really getting up for the game. So some of his success has to be attributed to sort of that same stuff that just happens psychologically to teams in quote-unquote um, letdown spots, right? But I can't take away from the fact that the kid is doing well. He's not he's not thrown for crazy numbers of yards, but I mean, even against Dallas, the best defense, uh, gotten you 17 points. He's 6,600. This is a guy to play this week. And as much as I love Jalen Hurts, I think it would be more fun to build this lineup around Josh Dobbs. So know that, of course, I love Hurts, and of course I love Mahomes, but I think this is a fun guy to build a lineup around. So I'm going to slot him in there as the quarterback for the FanDuel build. I know it's crazy. I know you think I'm nuts, but that's what I want to do. This will allow us to afford some of these other players. Now, like I said, this is a tournament-only approach, so be aware. But the QB position looks stacked, and we have a cheapy. We have stacked up at the top. It's really going to be a fun week to build lineups. And I've already built a ton of lineups um, for this slate because there's really not too many mysteries going on. Now, let's take a look at the running back position. And lo and behold, look who's priced up as the second-highest running back on the slate. David Montgomery, what? crazy but he's been doing it i know i'm not gonna play him here he's much much cheaper relatively on DraftKings than he is on fanduel this week now he's generally a better fanduel play because the ppr isn't a thing but he is priced significantly less on DraftKings, so that's where to play him but just note that fanduel priced this guy above Bijan robinson which to me is absolutely bonkers speaking of Bijan, great play here 8200 um the breakout is coming for Bijan. it's coming now uh another pair of running backs that are priced up in a crazy level on Fendel this week, Mostert and, and Devon Achan. Uh, now, this is a good spot for both Mostert and Devon, but it's also a lot to pay for running backs that are not generally getting, you know, since they're a 50-50 kind of split, you know, you're not, you're probably not looking at more than 16 to or so touches for each guy. So be careful with them. I like them. This week, though, I already mentioned that game, if the Giants implode, could be a running back bonanza similar to what Miami did to Denver. Like, that is within the realm of things that could happen. So let's keep that in mind. I think we're going to go a little bit cheaper at running back this week. Again, we might end up with 
some incredible wide receivers, but I like to find the bargain plays on these first look shows. And we might even leave some salary over and almost do this as a bottom up kind of construction. Let's, let's see how it goes. But uh, most are good. Swift. I like a lot this week as well. Swift took over um, last week. Now, I don't know if this will continue, but I love Swift. He got most of the carries last week for the Eagles, 14 carries four targets. I think, um, Gainwell had just four carries. So uh, Swift clearly moves into sort of the lead back role for the Eagles. We'll see if that continues, but that's what happened last week. So pretty cool. Um, Taylor might come back at 7,400. If he does, I'm interested, right? Um, Alvin Kamara, eh, I'm not, probably not where, where I'm going this week. Joe Mixon priced at 7K, great matchup. Um, Joe Mixon might be playable here. Now he hasn't done it. I'm too nervous but he might be playable here. He's still getting all the touches. Pacheco, big week last week. He rarely is going to follow that up with another big week, but you, you do have to be impressed by a little bit of this volume, couple targets, 20 carries. Uh, again, I'm not sure that we'll see that again. Isaiah Pacheco is not normally the kind of running back with his volume that I'm looking to target frequently, but again, that is an exciting game. So maybe. Brees Hall. Oh, man, I really want to play Brees Hall. Denver has been torn up by opposing running backs and the jets would be wise to use a run heavy approach in this game. So it doesn't make any kind of sense that they don't go heavy Brees hall. I think they will. Now they have Dalvin cook and he's splitting the touches and et cetera, et cetera. And they, they've been hesitant to lean heavy on hall to start the season so far. You know, he, he's constantly has the Q tag. He came off the big injury, but at some point you got to let him loose. And this might be the week that Brees hall, goes bananas. James Conner, you know, if this isn't a Dobbs lineup, James Conner at 6,500, absolutely playable as well in this spot. I'm going to, I'm going to plug him in here for this moment, but absolutely playable in this spot. Conner has um, seen his volume come down a little bit, at least the last week or so, but that was at San Francisco. But for the most part of the season, he's getting volume, he's getting targets and you know, he's a forgotten man. The, the field forgot about Conner. And I like that. I think we are going to get on that similar to what we did last week with Nico Collins, where the field just forgot about him. And that really benefited us. So once ownerships come out, we'll get a sense of that. Um, there are other ones though. There are so many good or, or let's say pretty good, not great, but pretty good running back options. As we go down here on FanDuel. we're looking for touchdown scores primarily. And again, there are some decent ones here. Uh, Madison still getting most of the touches for his team, 17 carries, one target last week. Let's see what Acres did. I don't think it was all that much. Um, let's see. Yeah, five carries, two targets. So, you know, it's pretty obvious that Madison for now is holding on to the lead back role in that exciting game against Kansas City. Can't be ignored. He's in the play. He's in the mix. Brita, you know, as horrible as the Giants are, if if Brita is the starter at 6,300, I'm interested. Um, Damian Pierce. Here's another player, 24 carries last week, two targets. He's not getting a ton of passing game work, but we don't care. He hasn't gotten into the end zone. Well, yeah, he hasn't done it much, right? Only once. He's been pretty mediocre, but these have been some good defensive teams. This is the first game where, actually, Atlanta's third against the, tight, uh, the running back, but they're not traditionally a great run-stopping team. So I think Damian Pierce, if he gets a heavy workload here, Certainly in play for me. I'm not super high on on Sanders. I I like this team a lot more. I like I like Carolina when 
Andy Dalton's at the helm, or if Bryce Young shows some competency, which he hasn't shown yet. It's a rookie. I'm not closing the door, but just hasn't been good. Stevenson's just okay. Uh, Najee is pretty much unplayable. Javante Williams with the hip, I, I doubt he plays. Um, but I don't think I want Jaleel or P. Ryan either. It's the Jets. It's just not a good matchup. So I'm just going to avoid that one. And um, that should just that just about does it for the running back position. So we got Connor and Hill plugged in. We're going to use a running back in the flex uh, on, on DraftKings. So which way are we going? Kind of want to pay up for the, the last running back. So I'm going to plug Bijan in over there. I just think he's going to score a touchdown. I love Bijan most weeks. Let's plug up viable defense in and i always look for the minimum viable defense and for me it's the titans listen as much as i like richardson he is a rookie he is young he is um mistake prone he the way he throws the football it just does not it's more athleticism than it is uh qb skills that's going to lead to turnovers and interceptions uh on occasion titans just are good at sort of messing with the other team so give me the titans here at 3500 let's take a look at how much salary we have left and move on I want to talk tight end real quick. Um, Travis Kelsey's got the weird 87-89 price tag. I have a feeling that 89 part at the end has something to do with Taylor Swift, but I don't know what. Somebody inform me in the comments below. What the, what's 89? But I get what they're doing. They're being cute, but I don't get it. But the the Mark Andrews is 7,600. He's he's cheaper on DraftKings relative to FanDuel. Mark Andrews in play every week, though. He can score two touchdowns at any time. Uh, but the guy I'm, I'm going with here is TJ Hawkinson. I don't want to pay uh, the 9K for Kelsey is really my issue. Um, Hawkinson has been really good this year. And this kind of game, they're going to need him. So I like Hawkinson at 6,800. We'll talk through the rest of the position group, but that's my guy, I think. on uh, I like the combination of salary and sort of upside and the game environment. So many good things about Hawkinson this week on FanDuel. Waller just not looking great. Laporta, Henry, no, no. Goddard, meh. I mean, Goddard's an okay pairing. You know, Goddard will get his touchdowns, but he just hadn't done it yet this year. But if I have a Hurts lineup, sure, I'll play some Goddard in there. Um, Ertz at 5,100. Not a touchdown guy. More of a DraftKings type guy. I have to pay If I had to pay all the way down, it'd probably be someone like Tyler Conklin and hoping for, you know, a seven, eight point performance and a touchdown. So, but for the most part here, I like paying up at tight end this week on FanDuel if we can, and that would be Hawkinson. Now, wide receiver. See, even with all of the savings, this is what's crazy. Even kind of going inexpensive at most of the groups, we're, we're, we're sitting on 7,300 left, right? Now, if I changed up Josh Dobbs for, let's say, Kirk Cousins, right? I paid up a little bit. Doable, right? Cousins to Hawkinson, that works. Can I fit Justin Jefferson in there? Probably not, right? Eh, actually, you know what? I can make it work. I'm going to show you how I can make this work. So let's say we want to do a crazy Cousins stack. Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson, right? And that is probably too intense of a stack for any kind of lineup. There's a way to make it work with a couple of salary pay down options that I really, really like. Um, including Zay Flowers, and um, yeah, I'm going to get Tutu Atwell in there. Uh, I don't know about Michael Thomas here, but it'd probably be Tutu Atwell. I could make an argument for Kadarius Tony, but I don't like the argument, so it'd probably be something like this could make it work, right? Um, there are a lot of other ways to build this, but 
I thought that was interesting how to change this type of lineup up. I'm going to go back down, though, to Dobbs in there because I, I really like Hollywood Brown. Is he? Oh, I'm at QB. I'm like, why isn't he popping up? Really like Hollywood Brown in general. And um, at 6,400 as a pairing with Dobbs, it really gives us a lot of. Now, I have to pull Connor from that lineup. I don't think Connor, Dobbs, and Brown necessarily work well together. So I'll slide somebody else in there. Um, let's throw, let's say Swift, or or I still want to go with Bijan up here. So actually, let's leave him in. We'll leave in Bijan, but I do kind of want to switch up the Connor thing and run a different running back uh, in the flex. We'll see how much salary we have left over at the end for that decision, right? It'd be cool to get up to. Maybe even, I don't know. I don't really know. Maybe maybe Pierce or something like that, but let's see. So we've got Brees Hall, Bijan. We've got a stack with Dobbs to Marquise. This is crazy. can't believe this is the first look lineup. Uh, we got TJ Hawkinson in there. So let's take a look at the wide receiver position top to bottom. Just talk it through. Tyreek Hill. Um, I don't like this matchup. For Tyreek Hill, it's fine, but I just think the um, Dolphins won't need him that much, so it's not a spot where I want to purposely target him. I'm definitely going to favor Justin Jefferson, and I'm going to plug him in for now. I mean, you just can't ignore this matchup with Kansas City. Um, there are other spots from that game that I want to target, but Jefferson looks great. Now, I don't think Jefferson and Hawkinson, I, I really do think if we have these two, we have to go to... Cousins to make it work, but let's see if it's even plausible to make a lineup like this. I actually, I think it, it might be. So let's plug in Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson, big stack. Not going to do any pieces from the, from the Chiefs because they're difficult to stack. You never know. Like I'd have to throw in a Kadarius Tony, super, super, you know, skinny plays like Tony or Rishi Rice, and I was like it. So I'd just rather play this side where it's easily stacked, right? We might have to come off Bijan to make this lineup work, but let's see. We'll see. Um, again, continuing on down this list, Jamar Chase, meh, at that price. Um, AJ Brown, more uh, somebody I will stack with Hertz uh, rather than as a standalone play. Puka, 8K is a good play in this game. I love Puka. As long as Cup isn't back, great. Amon Ra, not somebody going to be at the top of my list this week. Devontae, 7,500. Pretty much just as good of a play as A.J. Brown for a little less. So he'll be a piece that, again, I'm mixing in with Jalen Hurts quite a bit this week. Garrett Wilson, 7,400. Probably too much for me. Uh, Olave with uh, Carr's injured shoulder doesn't really stand out as a good play. Um, last week you saw he did nothing. They could not get it to him. Uh, Carr is not right. Nico Collins, 7K. I mean, he's priced up like a stud at this point. I'm, I'm off of that. Same with Sutton. What? Are you nuts? Um, Jalen Waddle down here is actually a more interesting play than Hill. At some point, Waddle's going to pop. And, you know, why not get him going in this kind of a gimme game for Miami? Thielen's ridiculous at this price. Pittman's ridiculous. You know, some of the salaries have gotten ridiculous on, on FanDuel, and we can take advantage of it by playing some of these cheaper names. But those guys are ridiculous. Um, Drake London could score a touchdown, but otherwise, meh. Reynolds, same thing, meh. Um, Tyler Boyd, meh. He's better play on FanDuel is cheaper there. Hopkins, no. Um, Judy, no. 
it's an okay price for Judy, but no. Tank Dell, you know, maybe. I like the value better than Collins this week here. But one of the names that I'm really interested in, and, and again, I can't build a full lineup filled with just players from the Vikings. But if we could, if we were allowed to do it, here's how I would end this lineup. I put Jordan Addison, Jefferson, Addison, Jefferson, Cousins, right? So I don't think you could play these two and Hawkins. So I said, so like I said, I would I will pull one of these out and actually make a change at some point to put in a real lineup. But this is an interesting combo, right? Addison at 5,900 is a very good play this week. I'm excited to use him in the game of the week. He's much better than a lot of the players around him. But another player that I love at his price point, 5,900 on, on FanDuel is Zay Flowers. And I got to tell you guys, I, re- I, I like I like this lineup. I don't think we can. I don't think it's it's a good idea to use Jefferson, Addison, and how you don't you don't pair a quarterback generally with three pass catchers. It's I don't recall any spot where that actually worked. So we're not going to do it. But any combination. The reason I wanted to show this on screen is any combination of two out of three of these is a good combo. So we can now say, all right, let's pull out this guy and do something different somewhere else. Or we could pull out one of the other ones and again switch it up. We can we can get away from luxury tight end. We could try to get up to you know Kelsey, although I don't think that's going to happen here. But there's a lot of different ways to go about a lineup like this. So I wanted to display it more so than make it a very viable, usable lineup this week. Um, again, the other one I, I love is Zay Flowers WR one for his team. Injuries to Odell and and um, Bateman, and this will be a more competitive game. So it might not just be Mark Andrews this week. This is where Zay Flowers could shine. Um, continuing through just a couple of other wide receivers that I think are viable. Tutu Atwell, 5,800 is fine. Thomas, nope. Kendrick Bourne, interesting for me. So a couple of pay down options. Um, I don't think I love going all the way down to KJ Osborne, but he could score a touchdown in that game as well, and he'll be in my tournament mix. So this is your baseline lineup, and I'm going to, because realistically, I don't want to actually stack Cousins with three pass catchers from the same game. Got to make a change here. So I'm going to pull... Justin Jefferson, eh, I'll pull Addison from this one and let's see if we can't find an alternative. No, no, no. See, he's so much better than everybody else at that spot. I don't, I'm not even really finding a good alternative. So, you know, what? I'm going to plug Addison back in and I think we pull Jefferson and I'm going to be able to upgrade this spot. So, Instead of Justin Jefferson, I'm going to plug in a solid, just a, a, a solid. No, you know what? I like it better with Jefferson in there. I think the move here actually is we're going to leave Jefferson and Hawkinson in there. We're going to go, we're going to double down on that game. We're going to pull Addison out. I'm going to pull Bijan and we're going to find a little bit of salary. So we're going to put in flowers. I'm going to put in flowers. We got 7K left. And instead of playing Bijan, who I love, by the way, great, we'll go 
with two running backs that I think are a little more solid plays. I got Swift in there, and at 6,400, I want to get Connor. Oh, I couldn't get him in. Let's see. Since we pulled... One Connor in there. Let's put him over here up top in the running back position. And that leaves us 7,600 in the flex. Devon. There we go. All right. Final lineup. Kirk Cousins, double stack with Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. Two studs in the game of the week. We've got Brees Hall against that Denver run defense that can't stop anybody. We've got James Conner uh, against the Cincinnati defense that can't stop anybody. Uh, we've got Devon Achan in a smash spot against the Giants. Sure, the volume might not be there, but we have a lot of flexibility with Devon, we can go to Mixon. There's so many other plays there. Um, if I go down to Mixon, I can upgrade Marquise Brown. So a lot of flexibility in this lineup. we got two pieces from Arizona. Actually, it would be interesting to bring it back with Mixon just for the correlation, but you have that option here as well. So a lot of different ways to build on FanDuel for NFL Week 5. Hope you enjoyed this video. We're going to be back all week. Tournament tactics, the showdown, breakdowns, all that stuff. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Hit the like button, but subscribe to the channel so you get all the videos as we come out, breaking down everything that we do. And I will see you guys on top of the leaderboards.